Welcome to the Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering kind of chapter 48, 49, and 50. Leave takings, I mean ish, to Mananda and and Boanda, and to teach and learn. Enjoy. Welcome to season five, episode twenty-one. Um, yeah, so quick apology to everyone out there because um, yeah, we recorded last Tuesday. I'm recording this now on Saturday, and I blame sleep deprivation, um, but it's probably just me being me. But I forgot to hit record, so <laughs> the first chapter of the book recovered. Um, yeah, uh, uh, for this week was not in the episode. So um, I'm recording this now just to kind of do the housekeeping stuff and then kind of talk about real quickly what uh, we did talk about. Uh, it wasn't a whole lot. So it's not a lot you missed. It was actually of the three chapters we covered. It was the least amount of content. So um, yeah, so not a whole lot, but we didn't have time to go back and re-record it. So still an episode to come out and here it is. So Housekeeping stuff. So new patron. So drunk Harad, thank you so much for joining as our patron. I'll do the woo for Chris and yay for Ian or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll give you another shout out again next week because yeah, uh, sorry. Um, and then uh, a couple announcements uh, coming up. So um, one, we did relaunch our YouTube channel. I'm happy to announce that starting in book six. So pretty soon here. We are going to be doing our live episode recordings live on YouTube, so you can see us doing our recording live. Pretty fun, exciting, that's new, um, but also I did a video, just kind of update of what's going on with the channel, so go to YouTube, type in the Wheel Reads, uh, come check us out, uh, and make sure, feel free to leave suggestions as well. There's a couple more things come with that. Um, another announcement as well is I finally did get my act together and, and got it committed together for the Twitter Time Awards. Um, that's something I did last year. If you remember last June, if you guys are active on Twitter, I did an award ceremony, the wheelies for Twitter of time. And I am way behind the eight ball and June's just a really tough time for a lot of my, um, my fellow content creators that wanted to help me with this. Um, so we decided to push that back to the fall. So sometime in October, November ish is when I'm going to be doing that, but just wanted to uh, let you know it's coming. Uh, we decided to go ahead and keep doing it. So, Look forward to getting the wheelies going soon. Uh, last thing is the Dark Friend Social. If you join our Discord, you can find more information about it. There's a whole channel on that. Uh, that's coming in August, so um, it's just going to be a gathering um, for people to hang out at. So uh, go check out the Discord if you haven't joined that. Go to the website, thewheelreads.com. Click on the link to join the Discord, and yeah. So anyway, as far as personal life goes, I th- uh, trying to remember what I talked about, but I know I talked about going to Bush Gardens with my kids uh, and being a great father and taking my son on a ride that got him terrified. Um, yay, dad points. Um, <laughs> real fast. Uh, Ian um, uh, was uh, going to travel back to uh, Virginia to to surprise his girlfriend for her birthday and and Chris was surprisingly not busy, but busy with wedding stuff, but not work stuff. So that was, uh, uh, there's probably more, but 
uh, we'll fill you all in on 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 Tuesday and record next time. Uh, as far as this chapter, there wasn't much. I mean, Galad shows up, they fight through a riot, and they board a boat. Um, Val and Luca hits on Nynaeve. Um, Nynaeve says, no, I'm with Lan, and that's pretty much it. I mean, there's not a lot that happened that chapter, so that's pretty much all you missed. Uh, <laughs> like I said, the one thing I will say that we got into detail and probably spent the most time on was talking about the refugees at the dock. Uh, both Ian and I both have personal experience with that, him being deployed in the military uh, and also working in civil affairs for the military and uh, and um, and seeing refugees and dealing with them firsthand and myself uh, doing some extensive traveling in third world countries where you see a lot of uh, desperate type people looking to, you know, for any kind of handout or help um, and, and really, really just downtrodden uh, population. So uh, we did have some points on that and I am sorry you guys missed it, but for future reference, if you come listen to us live, whether it's on YouTube or discord, you won't miss a thing because we're always live on those things and they are open to all. So come join. Um, and I know sometimes 8:30 PM Eastern standard time or our daylight savings time on a Tuesday is, uh, is tough for not for everyone to make it for those, but, um, hopefully in the future, I, I, I won't forget to hit record. So let's move on to the rest of the episode and move on to the next chapter. So thanks guys. And I once again am so sorry. You Love will you guys. never get that concept back. You should just call it the lost chapter. We might. We might. Because here, here's the thing. Chris nailed nailed it right on the head. There really wasn't a lot in that chapter. And as exciting as we made it, we, were barely, <laughs> we barely talked about that chapter. We really that, was a, that was essentially that bonus chapter. episode shit right there. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, damn. We're recording now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, man. Three chapters and it's nine thirty. Oh no, I'm not gonna go back. <laughs> okay. Either, uh, uh, either uh. we can. Uh, I guess tomorrow you can't do it. So uh, we, we, uh, maybe maybe on Friday or something. Like we that. could do an abridged version. I want to say abridged, like abridged version when we get back to do our other stuff. There was a fight. Looks like it is a two. A lot is a beast. It was amazing. You know, it's it's even funny. It, like in my notebook, I even have on the top hit record. Like read it on my notebook. You need to put the post it on your computer. I need to. Yeah. Uh. I just I, like normally I look for it, but I'm like, ah, we've been so good about it lately. Damn, if I didn't look up and not see the little red dot. Yeah. Every anybody that's listening live, uh, if you can help us out, every single episode. I don't care if it's two years from now. Spam. When we like everybody blow up Alan, hit record, hit record, hit record. <laughs> I am very forgetful, and uh, that's like the worst part of this. Uh, well, well, once we get live on YouTube, I don't have to worry about that because once we go live, it's YouTube's recording us, so that would be soft. <laughs> <sighs> we'll find a way, we will find a way, we'll find a way to, find fuck a way to fuck it up. We will. Fuck it up. <laughs> like, YouTube says it lost our audio. The whole all of YouTube crashes like the day we come on. I might just do a funny montage and like splice in of like, here's what we talked about. We lost this chapter, but we didn't talk about much. Yada yada yada. Okay, moving on to chapter forty nine. Yeah, that, that's yeah. I hate it. I feel like Chris brought up some good stuff. I feel like I got into some good stuff, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm just not gonna do it again. I'm not gonna. Remember <laughs> I'm just not. Do. I'm just not gonna go down those rabbit holes anymore. If y'all so are listening every, live, this is why you should listen ones, live. You're the only ones that are gonna get that. <laughs> 
Uh, I remember the first time you did it, we went right back into it. And then Alan asked me another question, trying to get me to answer the same way. And he's like, Alan's like, doesn't that remind you of something, Ian? And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to lead you on. Yeah, trying to lead me back into it. I was like, I don't remind me of shit. You got to at least leave this part in so people can know that we... (laughs) Oh yeah, I'll leave all this. We out. gave you shit for it. Yeah. I, 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 you can do a real, a real, a quick recap. I think someone actually did it in chat for us. Um, what would they say? Uh, War sucks. People die. Yeah, there's something there where this one's. Yeah, uh, let's see here. Nynaeve's still struggling with some stuff. Yep, Nynaeve's still struggling being the boss. Galad start. Galad starts. Oh yeah, real quick. Nynaeve slaps Luke and Galad starts a war. Let's go. Oh. Yep. Nailed it. That's it. Uh, yeah. All right. That's... Do we need a break before the next chapter? Are you guys good? Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's really all we talked about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The lot of description Jesus. last chapter. That kind of hurts because they're not wrong. That's what. <laughs> that was it. That's what we talked about. <laughs> yeah. We squirreled <laughs> off on a whole lot. I squirreled yeah, off. We so much lot. time. The refugee comments were good. Uh, talking about the refugees. That, yeah, that was probably the that was, that was a good part. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad we we're, we're really we were really sad about the refugees. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So, oh, yeah. to 49. I'm going to leave all that in. And that's oh, going to And I got a little bit upset with Robert Jordan. <laughs> and then Chris changed my mind. And then I apologized. There was that. Oh, yeah. There was that, that thing. So, yeah. Future reference. Anyone listen to this later because I'm going to keep all this in. Um, listen to us live. So, when I screw up, you can actually hear it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, Let's go on to chapter 49. Chapter 49 to Bonada, Bonada, Boana, Boanda, 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 Gotta be Boanda. It's right yeah. beside Wakanda. Boanda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't double the N. It's just you, you get on it real good. No, no, Boanda. no, 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 Bo-wan-da. You got to roll your ends. It's like a lawnmower. Anyway, so yeah, our chapter symbol is waves. We're on, we're on a boat. Take a look at we're on a boat. boat. We're on a boat. And... The Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so yeah, um, Nynaeve pays uh, Nerys for Nerys, Nerys, Nerys for the money. Nerys for the money for the extra passengers. Uh, the refugees are all grateful, um, and she's a little embarrassed by it. And that's how we start. Um, she's hoping to get a cabin by herself, but no, <laughs> not much of a cabin. Not much. Yeah. Do they? Is that where they went straight back to the cabin after kind of loading yeah. everybody up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was barely room for. The captain with the shitty head in there was there like some table or something or yeah yeah um so so just to recap as we're going since chapter 48 will be the last episode um you know we we have that moment where elaine and nynaeve both kind of take pity on the individuals that are hurt most in the war which are our refugee group which are the yeah. older men the women and the children and though we know that women are very active in the military this day and age you know the time frame that this is kind of situated in though it may be in the future is quite taken aback and women are not as actively engaged so we're seeing that 
the crew really had feelings for these individuals and decided that they wanted them on the ship with them. And though the captain definitely was not trying to have it, he did make the statement that those that can pay can ride. So Nynaeve having the heart that she does, because she does have one, she acts as hard as she wants to, but when it comes to kids, when it comes to the less fortunate, she's the first to really go out of her way. I mean, she's a healer. She's a wisdom. Like she feels that nurturing is her calling yeah. so she provided of her coffers for them and so here we are agreed and not not to go all the way down that rabbit hole again but that mission i just did in wisconsin for the uh, afghan refugees that came to the u.s uh over thirteen thousand, and just there we had many other locations but just there that's who we processed through there uh over 75 percent women and children uh and then you know a lot of the men were elderly men not a lot of single males coming through so these are the people that uh i mean they just get pushed out you know mm-hmm. yeah and, and the boat is definitely overcrowded at this point with all the refugees um and, and elaine's a little suspicious that the captain might be a smuggler because he only wanted to travel by night um and, and uses that information to pretty much blackmail him to empty his hold to let the refugees stay down there. Yeah, to give so, them some space. Give them some space. Um, and you can tell that uh, not even complaints or contemplates that Nary's, Nary's dislike of women, uh, which mm. is com- common on boats. Um, it's an old sailing tradition. I think Robert Jordan's probably pulling from some of that. Um, at least yeah. that's what I felt with this. Um, I'm not sure if that's where it is, but they're, you know, sure. women's bad was... on boats kind of thing. But yeah superstition i thought about like just trying to think of the type of boat that it is and probably how the layout is and down below uh i personally unless it was absolutely foul weather would much rather be up on the deck anyways uh i'm i'm not a fan of staying down below when a boat's underway unless you could find a comfortable little nook you know towards the back of the boat or something but i just uh you never slept in a pipe berth have you yeah, but I mean, but in those you're like wrapped up like a cocoon. You can't yeah. really fall out or anything. I nope. mean, just down in the like, all right, this boat is not going to be watertight. No. Uh, I hate to I hate to break this to you all out there, but pretty much no boat or ship is even nope. the day it's launched. Uh, there's always water getting in somewhere for for through some seacock or through some whatever. And these are old wooden boats, so it's going to be dank, nasty. Anything that gets dropped, dripped, whatever anywhere on the boat works its way down into the bilge there's always a nasty smell so unless they're really good about cleaning down there and it's the hole for cargo i i don't think they're going to be that adamant about cleaning like it's yeah. probably nasty and dank and if you're down the in the bilge and- in the bottom of the boat there's a you're at least ankle if not knee deep in water at all times <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially about that size and it smells horrendous it's horrible Just nasty algae growing and horrible <laughs> so good for her for Nani for giving them some space yes they need it because i know the deck was overcrowded but me mm-hmm. i'd be i'd be huddling up on deck somewhere <laughs> yeah well i mean it, 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 it's funny in my mind that it was elaine who brought it up that this person was clearly a smuggler mm-hmm. like I, I i look at that as growth on elaine's part and maybe an assumption on mine that she wouldn't have knowledge of what it would be for a person to be a smuggler since she grew up, you know, in the palace. What what happened when we met Elaine? How much did she know about Rand and where Rand's from? 
she was well studied. Yeah, that's true. And and her, and her brother probably knew a little bit more facts about you know people from the two rivers and everything. But I think this is where I give credit to Margays. It seems like she tried in that situation as best she could to raise her kids to be very well rounded and know a little bit about everything. So I give you that. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't think she would have been totally naive or naive, naive, naive. If it's cow. <laughs> naive, naive. <laughs> Let me stop. And I'm drinking water, folks. Let me tell you, <laughs> I am so hydrated right now. But for naive to be so naive, it just goes to show that she really hadn't been out of the two rivers much. And mm -hmm. she still had a lot to learn. And she can learn something from Elaine if she after time and didn't want to be the boss of everything. So yeah. yeah. And she she's getting kind of snippy, not only about the captain, but also about Tom, Julian, and Uno, who start tormenting nearest with, with kind of comments and stuff like that about cracking heads and slitting throats and things like that. And they're kind of just chiming in and you know. But then Nani's like, you guys are taking it too far. Um, yeah. And how long is this trip total? I know at some point they were like five days into it, but then it went much longer than that, right? Yeah, it's a while. So um, would you say 10 days, two weeks? Well, that's uh, what it, it says. It, it could be up to two weeks. So in the, in the little bit that never tells you inside the book, unless you get the companion or the, the wheel of time. Right, and line up the stars. And what um, so in the wheel of time world, hmm. a week is 10 days oh okay mm -hmm. so a week maybe a little over a week okay um so anyway so and they also get into like the stir craziness of what happens on a boat um it could be a giant boat when you first get on it the longer you stay on it it gets smaller and smaller uh oh, yes. especially with that many people it's could get small very quick and like in the first five days you know people for all the reasons that led up to us getting on the boat, everybody's not in a great mood anyways. Some people are distrusting others, whatever. There's a lot of grumpiness and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I do like how that kind of starts to unfold. And it's it's the children that kind of start turning things around. Uh, kids will find a way to play and lighten the mood and tug on skirts and play peekaboo. And, you know, I could just, I, I know they don't have telephones back then, but I could see like the grumpiest, oldest guy just sitting near like the railing and a kid come up and hand him a fake phone and be like, it's for you. And even the old grumpy guy answers it and goes, hello. Cause you know, it's kids. He can't. Yeah. Kid hands you a phone and says, it's for you. You, you answer the fake phone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. That's what you do. Make up yeah. a story. I've never seen anybody go, fuck you kid. <laughs> <laughs> Slap it out of their hand. That'd be horrible. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. People start to go a little stir crazy and. Oh Yeah kids kind of lighten the mood and yeah yeah exactly um and then Nanive goes up and finds they're moving a little faster and the winds are like just perfect and he's kind of looking around like the wind blows. like this is a little too perfect she turns and looks at lane she's like you you channeled didn't you <laughs> she's like ah. <laughs> how neat was it that elaine learned that skill in a previous book yeah it's almost like it was planned. Yeah. And her reasoning was spot on. She's like, you know, the flow's ebb and flow. It's strong and soft. By the time you notice it, we're further down the river, and then you think it's gone, and then it hits again, and then it's gone. Like, yeah. Yeah. We'll never be she tried. only has to, she, once she ties it off, she only has to kind of nudge it every, every once in a while. It wants yeah. to stay true. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you got to be like, 
let me just tap it back on course. The thing about uh, the um, uh, weather, it sticks around a whole lot, which actually is pretty, I, I like where Robert Jordan pulls from that because um, uh, when you've been sailing for a long time, wind is one of the most predictable things in the entire world um, in short term, uh, long term, mm-hmm. not, not so much, but um, uh, being able to, to, to predict where wind's going to blow from is something you learn how to do sailing um, and, and also learn how to predict shifts. So uh, yeah, it's a little side note. Yeah. So wind never blows directly from the same direction all the time, uh, but always does something called oscillates. So it always just kind of ticks back and forth. Um, and then if you're in the Northern hemisphere, it is always ticking to the right slightly over time. Um, it's called the Cornelius effect. Um, hence the same reason why hurricanes rotate the same way they do and everything like that. Um, so it ticks a little bit more to the right, then it'll come back to the left, and then it ticks a little more to the right, but it never comes back as far to the left. And it'll just keep on slowly clocking around um, traditionally, unless a storm comes in. But yeah, fun little facts Ooh. that useless information you'll probably never need to know unless you actually go race sailboats. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, but I, I just like how. But I liked how he explained, like, you know, it doesn't take much that uh, once you put the wind in motion, it pretty much just will hold, um, which is true. Yeah. Yeah. Newton would be proud. Newton would, yeah. An object but, in motion stays in motion. As much as that was a good thing, there was, of course, the issue of Elaine not asking. Mm. Are you, well, you're now talking from Nynaeve's perspective. But they're, they're, she's also terrified of Megedium, again, this, again, the jump on her. Like, um, she knows that like as long as she can confront Mogedian, you know, head on, she she knows she can go toe to toe. She's still terrified that Mogedian's gonna jump on her. And well, and that's and, but Elaine and Elaine knows this, and that's where it's more of a disrespect thing. Um, my issue with what you said, Chris, was that she didn't ask to channel. That's why I commented, oh, that's kind of the naive perspective. Mm-hmm. There should have been a conversation. Yes. Not necessarily, not even asking, even if she's going to do it, no matter what the conversation was, still a heads up of, hey, I'm going to do this tiny bit of channeling that at least would give Nynaeve a chance to be prepared if like, let's say Megidian or Armageddon or whatever her name is does show up, like she's not totally caught off guard. Mm-hmm. So it should have been a conversation. All right. Yeah. You can't just do this passive aggressive. I'm, I'm going to be part of the team, but I'm going to do what I want. That's... Mm-hmm. Well, I say they were all three were at least being a team player and trying to put on a falsity when it comes to happiness. And part of that was because they didn't want the captain to be displeased and be upset with the women and potentially try to find a way to rid himself of them. And the yeah. other part was they felt like it would make the other passengers feel better. And I, I love the statement. It's like, yeah, the men and the children, ha, they thought all was well, but the women, the women knew something serious was up. But over yeah. time, like like Alan said, it was the the children that really brought everybody around. I say the children and the wounded, because you see Nynaeve finding her place and actually going around and healing mm-hmm. people. And this is sure. what I find really interesting. I guess like her anger was in the fact that they were injured. Right. And then that fueled her ability to heal. Right. And of course, yeah. to- she go she gonna be a yellow. Mm-hmm. So, so back to the whole Magedian thing. Where do you think Magedian is at this point? Nowhere near. Okay. Uh, Either well, that or she's one of the three characters that we learn about later. Yeah, she could be one of the hostages, refugees. That could have been her angle getting in there with them. Okay. And that would not, I mean, that wouldn't be surprising. 
But we, we know, first off, that she had been injured. Yes. And second, we know that she's too bougie. <laughs> she's bougie. Nynaeve, Nynaeve could be healing her, not knowing it's she's her. She's too bougie. On the boat. She's not going to allow herself to be hurt again. She's already healed once by her sister. Oh, she, I think she can wear many masks and play whatever role is needed. I think mm-hmm. that's part of her deception and... Yeah. Being, what do they call her? The spider or something? I think, I think she could she could be brown or she could be blue. Or she could be violet sky. Oh, she, she, could be she could be purple. She could be anything lights. At the end of the day, though, <laughs> she wouldn't like to be less than person, I think. I can't see her giving up her place of power amongst the black. But if it was part of the setup to go travel with if them, she was reeling them in. I think she would enjoy that so well, much that prediction. it. Who is she? Someone in the group. You think she's in the group? Yeah. Okay. Who are the ones? All right, I got to jump forward. We'll who there. who we'll are, who are the who are the ones that uh, get pulled aside to get tested? Uh, it's gonna be one of them. And when it's time to get tested, they're gonna be like, "What's them?" And like a couple of the sisters die like that. Uh, That's what I see coming. That would be crazy. I, in my mind, she's nowhere near, but you could be right. Oh, I just don't see her come up with crazier shit. Yeah. We could get to their names later when we get to it. Yeah. We don't have mm-hmm. to flip ahead if you don't want, because we yeah. ain't there so yet. The re- <laughs> yeah. So they kind of go around and talk to a lot of the refugees. Alliance slips them a coin here and there as they're telling their stories. Um, a lot of the men have lost hope. Um, uh, but Nynaeve admires the women on board for their courage and all the good stuff and Nynaeve is slipping coins too yeah mm-hmm. Nynaeve is slipping coins too which is uncharacteristic of her she's usually the, the you know very very tight with the purse strings um Elaine's the one that usually just like oh I'm used to just giving away money I'm royal I'm royalty yeah there's um, more where this came from yeah um so she you know they, they meet a few of these these characters they meet um one woman named Nicola who was enraged by Hyran her fiance who became dragon storm, storm and, and fallen prophet until he was killed. Um, we, uh, Margan, who was a mother of two, uh, Gerald and, and Sieve were their names, um, who were dealing and cures and herbs, who had been dealing with cures and herbs, which was a dangerous business because of the white cloaks. They thought they could have been Aes Sedai. Um, I think this is when they name a bunch of these characters that you were talking about, but mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that could be one of them. I mean, think of that. Like, you're trying to get into Nynaeve's good graces and get closer to her and reel her into your trap. Like, start talking about wisdom shit and healing with salves and herbs and stuff. And now you got yeah, Nynaeve looking at you with sympathy and empathy and, oh, you're the victim. And let my guard down. The one that's hunting yeah. for the horn. Yeah. Could be, yeah, yeah. That would be my guess. It would be her. Uh, Irina uh, traveled to Ilion with her younger brother, Gwil, yeah. to take an oath to hunt for the horn. Um, traveled to get hold of her younger brother. Mm-hmm. Her story yeah. just doesn't quite line up, but I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't. If anyone, it would be her, but I still yep. don't think it's any of them. But, you know, we yeah. do realize that she has some interactions with men. They have interactions with men in my end. Yep. You think otherwise, so I, you could be right. Or why would I, I'm Morgadine or Morgadine or whatever, why wouldn't I just like take some of these black sisters and make them like appear to the others and let them infiltrate? 
Well, because they have good descriptions of oh, to make them appear to be others. Uh huh. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Does it work like that? Why not put them? They in have the ability to. I, why wouldn't you make somebody look different? I guess mm-hmm. might take too much effort. Yeah. Or it might take a certain amount of channeling that would be so obvious that the girls would notice it. It's got to be subtle. Yeah. And it's got to be something that Nynaeve doesn't know because when she knows it, she'll be able to see it. Yeah. And the next scene, I guess, is when Brigida and Elaine had the conversation about her being daughter heir of Andor. Yeah. So there was an interesting thought that I had. Okay. Go. How do we know that Brigida didn't have anything to do with that line? Hmm. Because she got kind of really serious when she found out that she yeah, was Wait, what? Indeed. You're actually? Yeah. Really? And then like got quiet and then it was like she's like the great 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 grandmother. Or yeah, that's what it's like. It may not be a thing, but in my mind, I'm like that'd be funny. How crazy. And you know, one has like golden hair, the other one has golden red hair. Like, you know, the lines have been mixed a little bit, but I just was like, huh, could that be a thing? Yeah, yeah. that'd be funny. And, and Nears even thinks that Brigida is uh might actually be Brigitte. <laughs> he mutters something like stepping out of bloody stories but when they yeah. wash the hair out and stuff it's just like that is my name say something else yeah. watch see what happens and he shut up real quick and ran away crying fuck around and find out <laughs> yeah that's it that's that's it exactly i mean do you want to know there's one way you can find out for sure motherfucker um yeah um and, and you know, Nynaeve would be happy to get off the boat soon. I think is where we end that part. Um, and and the, the boat finally does reach Boanda. Yeah, and and then most of the refugees at that point leave. At that point, um, but the, these three these three refugees they talk to want to stay and keep traveling with Nynaeve. Huh. Uh, Michael, Margan, and Ar Ariana. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Elaine and Brigitte agree. They're like, yeah, sure, come along. I mean, it just seems, it, unless our our girls are Tavirin and somehow these people are getting pulled into it for Tavirin reasons, I can't imagine that they would really have a good justification for going with them, considering everything that's going on in the greater world, everything that's been going on in their local world recently. You know, they're going to be in survival mode. And I know they're giving off like the, well, if we're going to be anywhere, we want to be next to you. I think that's the safest place. I don't know how you look at this situation and this group of people traveling together and go be like, well, no danger will follow them. We'll be, we'll be fine as long as we're them. I'd want to get away with, away from them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't right. know. Yeah. So it just, it seems a little sus. Right. Well, if yeah. you look at it from the perspective of, we're looking at it from a reader perspective, not yeah. from their perspective. And what they're seeing is, all these refugees just got dropped off out of town. They're all going to have to find a place to stay. They're all going to have to find food. They're all going to have to find shelter. Or we could travel with this lot where there's a lot less people that have money that are willing to take care of us, that can heal us, that can feed us. And we'll, we'll go with them to the next town. And if it works out that we can find something to do there, we'll stay there. And if not, mm-hmm. we'll keep mooching. Not to say they're moochers, but... I feel like once you get to know the Shinarans, you might be like, okay, this is a cool, safe yeah. to be with. But I don't see how from the outside Protection, looking in, you can, you can money, look at them and say, travel. it'll be safe for me to travel with them. They, I feel like they're going to be rough around the edges. 
I don't know. Food, travel. I mean, these are all things that all women look for. They're like, I want to go. I want to go somewhere. Take me. Yeah, maybe. Take me away. Come sail away. Come sail away. Come sail away. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, and after after this, anything for this before they start talking about the dream, tell around around the dream sequences. Yeah. No. Yep. So after this, that's when Nynaeve starts to reminisce and talk about going to Teleron Riyadh, um, their first night on the River Serpent, and you know, how scared she was and how she jumped back out and then went back with Elaine because now they have two of these things so they can go and um, and just all of this stuff. So they went to Tyr, they went to Camelin, they went to... Uh, all now there's a very important scene there that I don't want to skip over. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't breeze too fast. Yep. yep. Go. Yeah. This is one where I actually pause because this is one of the first moments where Nynaeve finally gives in to her fear. Mm. And she is embraced by Elaine and she's embraced by Brigitte, who says, if I was being chased by Mogadine, I would be scared too. Because you have Nynaeve going, like you said, going into the dream and she's not there very long. And she says, I'm tired of being afraid. I am so tired of being a coward. And Elaine's mm-hmm. like, no, you're not a coward. Like, that's that's not how it works. And the quote was, if I thought Margadium was hunting me, I would run. If there was no other place to hide than a badger's hole, I would wriggle in and curl into a ball and sweat until she was gone. I would not stand in front of one of Sarandon's Reddit if it charged either and neither is cowardice you must choose your own time and your own ground and come at her in the way she least expects it i will take my revenge on her if ever i can but that is the only way i will anything else would be foolish nynaeve could learn a thing or two from matt (laughs) pick and choose when the battle is going to take place Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but greater this this started to rekindle the friendship seriously. Yeah. Like it started to strengthen a bond. I mean, it was starting to happen when they were helping the refugee group. They were kind of getting over themselves. They realized there was the worst going on in the world. But then to have Nynaeve really come out and show weakness. And vulnerability. And vulnerability. That was a huge turning point. And you're right. So then... Elaine, and, uh, but and but Elaine didn't jump on that vulnerability and attack her and use it against her. No, nope. she, you know, or, or Brigitte, you know, th- there was a, a comforting and a reassurance. So, the being vulnerable in itself isn't always a good thing, but the way they all work together with it, yes, I think a very good moment. Yeah, cool. So, what do you think about all the changes that have also happened? Um, like especially Emmons Field. I mean, I know we know a lot of these changes, but there's a giant building being built there. Um, oh, we know that's the King's Palace. Parents' Palace. That's the Wolf Palace. <laughs> the <laughs> Parents' Palace. There's there a doggy go. door and everything. Right. <laughs> He's in. got a yeah. forge and a butcher shop in the back. There you go. Yeah. Um, but she's confused about all of it. She's like, "What's going on in Emmons Field right now?" Um, and He's the two like banners, a, of course, she's have, have like they're that flourishing. it's thriving, but it's very different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and Elaine feels something's off about the Royal Palace and Camelot too. She, but like, Nadeve kind of dismisses it. Like, we're in Teleron. Yeah, of course, it's going to be quiet. No one's here. Like, that's, that's mm. fine. Yeah. 
Um, but she just feels. I do. I appreciated the moment Jordan puts emphasis on. You know, when they're in Edmonds Field, uh, Elaine was very quiet and just taking it on Elaine and kind of watching Nynaeve look at Edmonds Field. And when they were in Camelin, Nynaeve kind of did the same. Was kind of quiet watching Elaine watch it. It's like they're they're taking that deep breath and like you're saying, Chris, they they've been so frustrated with each other leading up to this point, and it's like they both kind of went, okay, let me try and look at this from the other person's shoes. Let me see a little bit of their perspective, where they came from, sort of thing. So it's mm-hmm. like it's like a pause, and they're trying to, you know, get a better understanding of each other. Yeah, and then they you get to the scene where they meet with Egwene and Amis. Um, so and the Stone of Tear, they they finally do meet. Egwene tells them everything that's happened for the most part. Um, super and, quickly, super quickly. Yeah. Cause right. she already told them <laughs> and, and, didn't, like, and didn't, didn't want them to spill the beans about like Matt, anything. Matt killed Culloden. What? <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and it has an army and is leading people. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, that's what yeah. so. um, you know, and, and Amis is really, really, I guess, curious about, um, I think it's naive being there because she's there with the other, uh, or no, maybe it's Elaine is. Elaine, she was kind of fading. That's why yeah, Egwene Elaine, was yeah. asking, oh, are you learning to do this? Well, like By half asleep or half awake or whatever. Doing do, do it without a town ring, because that, that, that's what a lot of people do when they're, yeah, not yeah, fully. Yeah, she's in. like not fully there or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. Awake, so, I mean, dreamy. They, she just had that moment of anger with the, the guys. So she storms back into the cabin and decides instead of using the ring, she's going to try to use the exact same mm-hmm. um, whatever. Right. But the, the, there was two reasons. First and foremost was to be there to hear the information. And second was because she realized that when um, Elaine had used it, she appeared to not be wholly there. Like she was just like a fragment of herself, kind of blurry, not all together mm-hmm. connected. And she couldn't channel or she couldn't use the power the same way. Yeah, so you had to be so to... focused on channeling the spirit to be able to maintain it that if you did anything else, you would you could pop out. Yeah, so she definitely mm-hmm. wanted to experience that for herself and to try to see if she could come up with something that Elaine could not. I think at this point, it's no longer to one-up Elaine, but strictly out of curiosity, because she wants to be able to use these tools to their fullest advantage. So I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever been like sitting there watching your friend play a video game and what, and it's something neither one of you all have done. Or you're like at a new level and you're watching them and you're like, no, 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 that's it. Give, give me the controller. Give, give me the controller. And then they hand you the controller and then you do the same dumb shit or worse. <laughs> like that's yeah. kind of what I that's kind yeah. of what I felt this was. But like I could totally do better. And then you get the control, <laughs> and you're like, no, I can't do I can't do better. I just want to play. I just want to have fun with it. I wanted to have a go, see what I could do. <laughs> and if I managed to get it, the Lord knows you're never gonna hear the end of it. Yeah, exactly. That, that that that's the story of my life with everything. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, watch this. Oh, I just fucked it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me let me show you how it's done. <sighs> as bad as people be, it can be like really important shit. Be like, Ian, you good? Yeah, I'm totally good. You got this? Oh yeah, like full confidence. Yeah, I got this. And then I go to do it, and it's just an epic fail. Yeah, like, God damn it, Ian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Nynaeve's <laughs> exclamation moment of Matt killed Coolidin. 
like yeah. Matt, Matt, like the Matt, like, and then of course the focus of Elaine is he well, mm-hmm. and then it's like as well as it can be expected. I mean, he says he drives himself hard and listens to no one except Moraine. Amis was not very pleased. Mm-hmm. Avienda's with don't, him almost. Don't worry, Avienda's taking care of him. <laughs> Avienda's with him almost all the time. She is taking Giggity. good care good, of him. Good, care of him. good, good, real care. good care of him. So good. <laughs> she suspected uh, it would be hard, very hard. I mean, what are we talking about here? <laughs> then why let him push himself? What is he doing? What isn't she doing? What is she doing that she shouldn't be doing? Yeah, why is he pushing so hard? Maybe she should get on top. <laughs> Give the man a break. Yeah, I mean, keep him <laughs> under control. Turns, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so then Amis leaves and they go to their secret mean spot, uh, Shiram study afterwards. Um, and they, they have further talks there. Um, but Egwene sees that Nynaeve and Elaine are, are, are fiercely trying to tell them about, uh, you know, this, are not to reveal secret visits to tell Tal- Rariad. Yeah. Uh, fiercely tells them not to. Yeah. Tell, tell Amis. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think Elaine and Egwene, or Elaine and Nynaeve yeah. kind of get that by now. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. So, yeah. Anything else from all this dream sequence that we missed or want to talk about? Yes. Okay. My vindication moment. Oh, what's that? I hope everybody caught it. Or was it here that it happened? It may have been later, but I'm going to say it anyway. They created things. What, what do you mean? Was was that here when they created? Um, they well, used the, the power while mm-hmm. they were in the dream to create things. Okay. One thing that was created was a horse with a horn near its nose that chased them. Yeah. It was a unicorn. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> how did I how did I graze over that? I see now. There's like there's never going to be a unicorn in the Wheel of Time world. That was a unicorn. <laughs> Try to say it was a rhinoceros, but they said a horse with a horn. Even though it's near its nose, they didn't say where exactly. Well done. That was a unicorn. Touche. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow that unicorn is going to manifest in the real world the same way Brigitte did. And that unicorn is going to seek out Tom <laughs> the White. And they will ride together. And they will save Moraine. You're going to be so upset next chapter. <laughs> Our next episode. <laughs> Anyway, um, so um, the unicorn dies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, and then they wake up, or at least it goes back to you know, saying five days travel there at the beach of Saladar, and they're they're wondering also, you know, how they're going to receive when they get there, and like, I think we'll be heroes, right? We do all this good stuff, and you know, we defeated nah, Mogetti, and everything. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna give this one to Elaine. Elaine was like, did you think about how we're going to be received? I think Elaine knew shit was about to hit the fan and she wasn't <laughs> ready for it to hit the fan. Yeah, you gotta remember these eyes that I are still eyes that I. And we're not eyes that I and we've been following orders that haven't really been in effect for a while and they didn't know we were gone. They have no idea what we were doing. We pretended to be full. Like Elaine plays the game. She's mm-hmm. been taught 
Days Demar. What is it called again? Days Demar. Days Demar yeah. for a very long time. And she knows that all the power that they have is not going to mean a single thing once they get there. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And people don't like giving up power and authority. So if those I said I saw them as, you know, barely accepted and still so much to learn and they could still control them and, you know, they say teach them, but manipulate them, whatever. They're not mm-hmm. just going to easily give that up. They're not going to like, although I wasn't to be fair at like, I'm saying that now because, you know, I've read, but um, I don't know. I think Jordan did a good job setting me up for this. Like with everything they've done, we're like, oh, they've become so powerful. And then Moraine is the only Aes Sedai that's still kind of out and about with at least some of our heroes. And her relationship with Rand is totally changed. Even mm-hmm. with Egwene is totally changed. Right. Uh, so we would think that, you know, I'm thinking, you know, maybe there is a chance that they get, you know, a warm welcome and treated differently or whatever the anointed ones, but no. Nah. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> so. By the way, page 744, if you want to know, the quote was, they quietly decided to leave animals alone after a peculiar thing, much like a horse with a horn on its nose, chased them both up a hill before they could make it vanish. That very nearly sparked a new argument with each of them claiming that the other had made it. But by the time Elaine had recovered enough of her old self to start giggling over how they must have looked racing up the hill with their skirts all up, shouting at the thing to go away. <laughs> what if the unicorn is Mogadine, though? Or what if the unicorn was pushed into the real world? All right, good luck. Interesting. Yep. I'm, I'm happy for you that it came up in the books. <laughs> I'm taking my win. I did get that at least. Alan could have made so much money off me if he'd have made wagers about if a unicorn would ever show up in the book. <laughs> and even last week, I'd have been like, no fucking way. <laughs> Never. Uh, Alan, did you, re- did you recall this at all when he brought up the unicorn stuff? Or has anybody in the chats ever brought up that, oh, wait, there is a small reference to unicorn? Did I don't anybody think ever mention uh, it? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyways, uh, anything you missed, Chris? Chris may, maybe it wasn't actually there, and you just tavered it into the book. Yeah, that could I, be it because you've been yeah. willing it so much. What's what's the whole theory about like you know shifting parallel universes? You know, he willed it to us for all to shift in different timeline. Yeah. Now, so um, we subtly slid so into you, another multiverse. You've, you've created another Mandela effect. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Um. Anyways, um, be it on a unicorn or not, I'm still gonna hold true to Tom getting it on with Moraine at some point. Okay, that's gonna happen. Okay. Um, anything we missed in this chapter? Probably. Yeah. Nope. I think we're good. Okay. All right. Uh, chapter fifty to teach and learn, and we have the flame of Tarvalin as our chapter symbol, and we get the Celadar. And do we get a hero's welcome? Some four hours later, the sweat running down Anise's face had very little to do with the unseasonable heat. And she was wondering whether or not it would have been better if Nur, Nier, whatever his name is, had gulled them or refused to carry them beyond Boanda. Yeah. Shoot. They were being grilled. Yes. 
we were being treated extremely harshly. and I group around the study. Like that—that that has to be super deflating. Here, yeah. you have literally helped save the world. You have put your life at risk. You have—you defeated the Black Aja twice. Full crown. You thirteen sisters <laughs> and a forsaken. Like you've done and all I'm... these things, <laughs> and then look at them like. Bitch, you don't even get to wear this ring for real. Like you you're, don't you're accepted. This. <laughs> it's like yeah. you're not pimping. When, when I was hop, when I was hopping into the MC world, I was uh, it's in an old school club where you, you prospect for at least a year before you get patched. And after six months into it, we had a couple of really big rides. Not a lot of people can go for some very important events. I went on them, helped coordinate some stuff, yada yada yada. And I was all over the country in like three different states and got to you know, spend some time with some people in different chapters that, you know, been around from the beginning. And I just thought I was really making progress. And I came back and I was ready to tell stories and everything to my people back at home. And they were like, prospect, shut the fuck up and get me a beer. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) 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 Got to get back in my in my role here. Yeah, (laughs) I am not who I thought I was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So they tell their story and they, and they managed to keep all the secrets out for the most part, like the big secrets, like Brigitte and stuff like that. Um, but they do tell like they defeated them. Uh, they did, um, you know, they hide the details about their encounter with Maggetti uh, and, and Brigitte's uh, true identity. Um, but, you know, the, the, and they also leave out the part where they are posing as full sisters, of course, because that would have been yeah, there, that. bad. Yeah. Um, so that's where I, we are. I don't get why they'd be so worried about. I mean, I, yeah, I guess some of the old school I said I just wouldn't get it. But like Egwene is, and Egwene's with Moraine. Right. But Egwene's so, now, now being trained by the wise ones. I think she's on a whole different level. But, yeah. Oh, okay. that's not fair. Uh, uh, okay. Maybe not. I come know. on. <laughs> I mean, they're in different places and doing different things for sure, but come on. But I mean, for real, the inside are uptight. Once they get, a hold of her again they're gonna set her straight too and they're gonna learn the things that they learned that she learned about the wise ones and then they're gonna put her back in her place and make sure she learns things the right way so you know in their minds they just have a spy out there they've they've got an agent that they're gonna use in this situation i see Egwene telling them to fuck off i do too i don't see Egwene After- returning to the eyes to die i think she is gaining so much as a wise one that she's going to remain a free agent, you know? Okay. Unless there's a really good carrot in front of her. If there's, if there's a really good incentive for her kind of being quiet, tuck and tail a little bit so she can learn something or gain something from it. I think she's still smart enough to play the game a little bit, but being submissive just to be submissive, being put down just to be put down. I always, go back, I always go back to that time when she was in prison and how much it fucked her up. And I just don't, yeah, I don't see Egwene putting up with that too much. Well, yeah. I mean, going back to with the that last really chapter, good she pops into the room. She looks at the other two and it's like, are y'all fucking stupid? Excuse my language, guys. But are y'all idiots? Like, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Y'all, 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 y'all cannot hold water. Mm. Yep. She's on, yeah, yeah maybe she's, you're right, Arlen, she's on a different plane. She like pops out. She doesn't give them a chance to say bye. We love you. F you, nothing. She just comes in, lets it be known what she thinks gives her two cents and she's out of there yeah i think that's the new relationship there's the new established dynamic 
she has better things to do and she has the power to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like Shiriam tells Egwene, now you're going to listen to me. I can see Egwene going, now why would I do that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're going to need to give me a reason, but just for the sake of it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's also surprised to see Swan and Lane are still alive. Um, she knows immediately that they've both been stilled. Um, and, you know, uh, she feels like it, it's almost like a wound more than, uh, and she thinks it can be healed. That's the first thing she thinks of. Um, mm-hmm. I think this, so too. But this right <laughs> here, hold on, I'm going to give it to you because I'll say Ian's been saying it forever. And here's a, an, a moment where Nynaeve channels because she's curious and because mm-hmm. it's related to healing. Well, she gets slapped down right away after that. She does just slap down right away. It's like, worm, did anybody give you permission to channel? give me 50 but mm-hmm. she's not angry and she's channeling mm-hmm. and she's because re- she's reaching out with the objective of studying so that she can cure mm-hmm. so i think that's going to be her biggest trigger and allowing her to use her power more regularly is finding the i don't want to say the good but finding the puzzle that needs to be solved yeah and, and the, the Isa Dyer just being so, uh, what's the word? Like obtuse, obtuse about everything. Like, so even like they start going through all their stuff and it's like, like, okay, we have a silver arrow. We have the Adam and we have all these Tongrails. Where'd you get these? And like, well, Varen gave me this one and we made these. And they're like, you made Tongrail. Sure you did. All right. So <laughs> like they just like, don't like, it's very, well, I mean, she's like, um, they're all like, you're telling interesting stories. story yeah. or you come with disturbing news and some disturbing things. Mm-hmm. They're very like, what's the word? It starts with an S and I can't, it won't come to me. Um, anyway. I was going to say pious, but. Pious, but, that works. Yep. They're, they're, yeah. Smug. There we go. Smug. They're very smug. Like that was the word I was looking for. And they're treating them exactly as they are. Like, I think this is the bigger issue for us as readers, as we have watched them do such great things and they've made their way out of such great uh, hardships. But in the mind of the eyes to die, they are just barely accepted. Mm-hmm. And these, these little blips of stories are telling them they're just unbelievable. In the right. back of their mind, the initial is, it seems like the initial thought process is, well, there's no way they could have. Yeah, how do yeah, they do no it way. we haven't done it? Like, how do they get this if we haven't got there? Right. You right. know, and they admitted they're like, you have a great power that is clearly untamed. Yeah. You yeah. still got shit to learn though. And exactly. they can and, and for the most part, they can care less about all the other stuff because all they're focused on is the dream tongue rails. So like, wait, so anyone can use these? So we can use these. You can teach us how to use these. So we can go and spawn Elida and we can contact Moraine. Okay, cool. That's what you guys are gonna do. You're gonna teach us how to use this stuff. Oh, and, and Nynaeve like, thinks about it correctly, spot on, like yeah, teach you so then you could take it from me and I never see it again. Nah, sure. Bad chance. <laughs> yeah. Ain't gonna happen. But I mean, that was their only focus. You will have the opportunity to teach the eyes to die. Yeah. It's like, and why were you going after Black Aja like, you know, on your own? Like, and Swan get, then gets grilled because, like, they're like, well, we had orders from the Amarlin. Here's the letter. And they're like, so they turn on Swan and start, you know, 
yeah, on her, and she's like, "Hey, listen, I had full authority when I did this, yeah. so yeah. Like I didn't know who I can trust." Up, lit it on fire, ate the ashes. Didn't yeah, that. she made a good point though. She didn't know who she could trust at that point, mm-hmm. um, and like she was Amberlynn. You can't judge her now for what she did rightfully as Amberlynn. But yeah. the, she's like, you know, when hold on, I love the quote that she said, and it's not going to come back to me. Something about plugging the holes, and they were like, "Well, do you plug the holes with babies?" Babies, yeah. <laughs> when the ship's right. sinking, you plug the holes with whatever you can find. Uh, I was about to think what the quote was, and that's the like truth. That. Oh yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, so shove a shove a sail baby. in it, shove a whatever in it, <laughs> shove you... everything in it. Yeah. Yep. You start, yeah. Mm. And but naive comes like we're hardly babies. Several of those thirteen are dead, and we thralled plants twice. In tear we and Caralia cut her off like an icy knife you've told us all about tear child and tanchico and defeating morgadian like she said with a twisted wry. they don't even they barely believe them. they don't want to believe them that much is for sure like you are children and lucky if we decide not to spank you now hold your peace until you're called on to speak like there's they were being so with ridiculous with it. Part of me, like, I, as you could tell, I'm skeptical about everything. Like, everything that Jordan tries to make it seem like it's a certain way, I'm like, well, there must be some twist to it or whatever. So maybe, maybe there's people in the group that are just trying to get them to shut up some and not say too much. Or are they really that ignorant and not understanding what they have in front of them? No, they understand it completely. And the more they understand, the more they realize they have to act and they have to side with Rand. They don't want to. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they want to be able to like recognize the power in these girls, but they want to be able to control it. So they're trying to keep them under their thumb. I mean, it could be all sorts of things. I, I believe part, that's part of it. But I think the, the greater part is, is they don't want to be involved in this war at all. They have become complacent with the idea that they hold the power entirely in this world and that they've gone unchallenged for so long. And now we have the dark one. There's only three seals left, as we learn, mm-hmm. that are keeping him from entering this world. And they now have to make the conscientious decision to join a male channeler and the Aiel and all of the other people to battle the last battle. Yeah, it's getting real. It's getting real. And when the shit hits the fan, you know, you realize that you realize the real people yeah Yeah. so two things one i'm trying to continue to go on with this conversation about all this but i am still stuck on you pointing out that nynaeve channeled without getting angry and i even went back and reread it as you were talking again about something else chris and you're right it wasn't anger it was shoot i just had it annoyance annoyance kind of which is not the same thing no. Like irritation, nervousness, curiosity. Yes. Curiosity seems to be the trigger for all of them. I mean, for Egwene, her thing is wanting to know how to control and, and act in the dream, which led her down the spiral that she's going down. Yeah. And then Elaine wants to unlock the mysteries of the um, time reel. Time reel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's all minor annoyances about how they, about puzzles and mm-hmm. piecing together how things work that yeah. then unlock their potential. Yeah. 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 Oh, wait. Second part. 
let's go back to when Swan first got there and was hashing out with the other eyes to die. And they were talking about how, well, they need to name a new Amerlin and it should be someone young, strong, but someone they can control. And here comes Nynaeve and Elaine. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you think one of them is become Amerlin? Possible. Egwene might get pulled into the mix soon too, because they're talking about contacting her and Moraine. So she's sure. not out of the running, but okay. I see, I see something coming together here. I don't think okay. it'd be Nynaeve. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody <laughs> thinks they can control Nynaeve. She's a little too yeah. hot-headed. Yeah. And then it, it's only left to Egwene then. Yeah. You don't think They're Elaine? not going to put that much power in Elaine's hand to rule a kingdom and and Tarbosh. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so after after all this, um, yeah, they, they agree that not even Elaine can't be held uh, liable for leaving the tower because it was under it was under order from the the, the armlet at the time, so they can't be blamed for it. And they're to resume their studies, and they're they're in the process of being dismissed. And then uh, is it Benoin, um, one of the other Asadai, is like, wait, 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 we're not going to talk about this shit right here. <laughs> like, it, like <laughs> throws the cover over. He's like, there is a broken seal. What the? Why are we talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> So they go right back into that and they interrogate them about that. And like, well, it wasn't broken when we left, um, but we, I guess it shattered along the way. Um, and by its nature, we shouldn't have had to be gentle or careful with it. It's Quindliar, which is supposed to be indestructible. Like, so shit happens, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, it says, if- Quindliar cannot be broken. So not and be Quindliar. It cannot. Right. We and so it goes back this. Go ahead. Go ahead. We will discuss this in due course after more immediate matters that we can do something about. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point of the seven seals, they know about four have been broken. The other three, either they don't know where they are, or they hopefully still hold. So yeah. and doesn't Moraine still have one? I think so. And I think she has one in her card. Because they got one cast. from yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So she has one. But but out of the seven, only three are left. And we're only five bucks in um, out of 14. Uh, This prison is weakening fast. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Because once the seventh seal breaks, that's when the dark one can then come back. So maybe the final battle ain't the final battle. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Um, So yeah, they. The dark one comes out, he's going to have to recuperate. He's going to have to, you know enter into this world and you know he's going to gather his forces and he's going to have to you know take a shower freshen up (laughs) all those things that you got all those things yeah yeah so after all the interrogations over Nynaeve is asked to leave um in a lane uh Nynaeve goes back into the common room where Tom and Julian are there um uh, and you know, trying to convince them to flee Solidar, like let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, this, is, this is a bad idea, guys. <laughs> um, but Nynaeve thinks it's an advantage that they should stay uh, and study with the Aes Sedai, um, and she should learn more. Uh, she sees benefits there, but like the guys are like, uh, you should just go. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, well then maybe you guys should go, and then they're like. We could be useful around here. Yeah, we, yeah. You know, Tom's like, I'm an old man. I need to rest uh, a little bit. No, they're 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 100 ride or dies. They're they're, they're if, if the girls aren't leaving, they ain't leaving. Yeah, I, well, Uno was the best. He chimes in when he, when they're talking about everybody leaving. He's like, 
yeah, and I'll go steal 20 horses. And then when they're like, well, we're not going. And Uno's like, well, what do you think? We could just go steal 20 horses from the borders? <laughs> like, come on. It's not that easy. And he's like, yeah. you just said a second ago, that's exactly what you were going to do. And now it's difficult. <laughs> I thought that yeah. was funny. Nice little comic relief. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then and then we, uh, we run into Min. So before that, anything we missed from all this before we get to... There's conversations about failing. There's conversations about Swan and Leanna. There's conversations, conversations. Is anything really that important? Nah. Yeah. And there's conversation okay. about following orders and it's like so far the biggest thing is Nynaeve's inkling. She has that inkling about fixing the stilling. Mm-hmm. And that she notices something more than what's been described before. She notices a wound, a, a something like it's Right. Mm-hmm. Other yeah, than that, the rest connects. hasn't been too. Uh, yeah. So Brigitte and Min are playing with Margan's boys, Jarl and Steve, and uh, not even Elaine. Uh, reassure Brigitte that they kept their secret. Um, yeah. So hey, we we didn't answer anything that uh, that they didn't ask. So let's uh, be sure we also note because this is important. She wants to also study low gang. Yeah. Well, we get we get to that point. Yeah. I, I haven't gotten oh, quite there right. yet. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm yeah, yeah. You jumped ahead a little bit. That's okay. Um, yeah, uh, and and you know, a couple people are in the in uh, in the common room. Um, you know, failing comes in. That's the next thing, and, and starts to you know, and, and orders Arena and Nicola to be tested if they can channel because they're testing these new roles that came in. Um, One of those two. Yeah. That's gonna be McGideon. Yeah, apparently they found three people in all the ones they tested, one of which was a Wilder. And, you know, Failing was really upset that they were wasting their time testing. For new novices, they're like, we don't understand even the point of doing this. Like, why are we bothering right now when we have bigger, better things to worry about? Yeah. And it goes to my thought that they're preparing to go to war. Mm-hmm. They realize they're gonna have to join up with Rand at some point in time. Yeah. They just don't want to accept it. Yeah. At some point and you gotta go with what you got. And this yeah. is also where you get this really intense scene where Gareth Bryn walks into the room and Elaine's pissed because Gareth doesn't even doesn't even give her the time of day, even though this, this is the next best exactly part of the chapter. Who Elaine is. And then Gareth and Tom square off, which is great because Gareth was given orders to kill Tom. Gareth knows Tom very well. Like mm. Yeah, and the way they talk about it, you know, (laughs) once upon a time, there was somebody kind of just like you that was trying to take my head. Like, oh, yeah. I want to back up. I definitely Would you play some stones? (laughs) I love that exchange. It was, I will not say it's entirely good to see you, Lord Gareth. I have heard of some difficulties between mother and you, but I'm sure it will kind of, it can be mended. You know, mother is hasty sometimes. She will come around and ask you back to your proper place in Camelin, you may be certain of it. Done is done, Elaine. Boom. Like, that conversation, over with. He's like, I have bigger fish to fry, and I've got another woman I'm interested in, because we know he's trying to body rock and knock the boots with Swan. Then you're right. He definitely changes his his attentions to Tom, and he's like, well And Tom's standing awkwardly in the room, like, trying not to be seen, but obviously they've seen each other. Said a skilled player of a game. I once knew a fellow who looked like you. He tried to put me in chains. Mm-hmm. I think he'd have my head cut off 
if he ever laid hands on me. A long time ago, that would be men do strange things for women sometimes. Will you join me for a game of stones? I think we're talking hypotheticals or we're talking hyperbole. Hyperbole (laughs) for sure. Tom may have been, I don't want to go as far, a strategist. Tom, no. (laughs) Look, when when he plays, if to play Days Demar well, and everybody's always credited him for playing it well, you don't play the short game. You play the long game. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, how do we know he wasn't a military strategist? Uh, Yeah. For the queen. Not just the bard, not just a lover, but a legit military strategist. What was the other quote that Tom had? It's like, Carrie's like, oh, you can stay here for a while and play stones with me. He goes, oh, no, I don't like to stay in one place for too long. My feet start to itch. He goes, I hope they don't itch during the middle of a stones game because we're about to play. Uh, (laughs) He's like, oh, oh, okay. I guess I can entertain a couple of games. And then you like hold hands and and skip off happily. Yeah. Well, so this is where I'm convinced that Tom's going to go off the cane one. Yeah, I think Gareth Brynn, you know, he's committed himself to the Aes Sedai to be their commander and lead this army here. So he he can't go. But mm-hmm. I think he does know that shit's not right in Camelin. And he mm-hmm. can send Tom. He's just got to yeah. convince him it's it's worth going. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Elaine's also upset during this whole thing because Gareth pretty much ignored her. <laughs> <laughs> That was one of those really childish moments. She's like, I I just can't believe this. That's like, well, suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah. And Gareth, it's still the Elaine he last saw. He doesn't know anything Mm -hmm. that Elaine's been through or what she's done or what she can do. So maybe he's still trying to protect her. Maybe he just still sees her as a little girl. Yeah. Or maybe since the mother has lost respect for him, he has lost respect altogether. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get to the whole thing with uh, Swan and Nynaeve going to a room to talk. Mm. Where Swan demands that Nynaeve teaches her how to use the dream turn on girl. And he's like, Hello, please. please. <laughs> it's good to see you again. Hello. That's a little quid pro quo. This is just yeah. one of those interactions that was annoying because you have Swan trying to put her back in her place. And I use like, hold on a second, you're you're not Amelin anymore. You, I can still lie and say what I want and do what I want. You have something I want. I have something you want. Let's make this lucrative for both of us. Well, and we both have dirt on each other. Yeah, plenty that of could, dirt. Yeah, it's like how would people know? How would people feel if they knew that you two, you and Leanna, were getting along, and that you're still manipulating them from the backdrop and all the things that she saw and perceived in one little micro meeting was quite yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. But again, there's big chapter, but even this isn't all that deep. And no. essentially it's like, I got something, you got something, let's do a little swippy swap. Yeah. And they, they came to an agreement. So I'll say it's probably the first time that Swan's been backed into a corner and had to come into an agreement that she didn't already come up with on her own. Or maybe and she did better to do it than Nynaeve. Maybe she wanted to let Nynaeve feel like she won a little bit. Could be. Mm-hmm. And now we get to the interesting part. Never can know with these people. What do you mean, yeah. these people? Yeah, these people. But yeah, so they go back and forth. I mean, do you want to talk more about the deal that was made here? Like, are 
Because this is important, I think. Maybe I kind of glanced over it already, but she's going to teach, she as in Nynaeve is going to teach Swan how sure. to use the tongue grill. Right. And go to Teleron Riyadh. And yeah, that'll give her access to her lover, Meringue. Right. It'll also give her access to Egwene. Right. But more on the other side of things. Like Nynaeve gets Nynaeve gets to study. Nynaeve gets to study three people. Right. Poke Male and, and female Chandler. Mm-hmm. And Alexis. this could be huge because what if for whatever reason first off, Logan gaining his power back would be huge. Another male channeler to help Rand. Okay. And one that could seemingly control his madness. That right there would be something that would benefit Rand. The other side of it is, is if Rand happens to get stilled, but they have a cure for it, then it's really not a big deal. And yeah. if they're going as far as to study, you know, stilling, then maybe there's a component of that that will help remove the taint. Yeah. Like maybe, you know, okay, we realize there's a piece missing when they get stilled, but maybe there's also an attachment. Maybe there's like a, a parasite. Maybe there's something that can be removed and yeah. allow men to channel without the taint impacting. Remember when we went to that sequence where Egwene comes to and she's suddenly the Emerlin seat? Mm-hmm. And in that process, wasn't Rand captured and they were going to gentle him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is supposedly in the future. So oh, what, we were, what we were freaking out about it at that time, maybe that was part of their plan because future Nynaeve already knows that she can restore his powers. Yeah. Dun dun dun. Okay. And with Logan, why bring him back? Mm, I still feel like he's gonna be a, a test dummy. Okay. Feel like Elaine's gonna be like, let me whip up one of these collars and we're gonna see how well we can control Logan with it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that would be a new one. Because then okay. they could turn around and use that on Rand if they needed to. Yeah. Ka-ching. And then we switch to Elaine. So anything about this before we switch to Elaine going over to talk to men? Mm-mm. Okay. We've already hit the highlights of this chapter for me. Well, yeah. <laughs> there, there's the final highlight, which is, what did you see about me? What did you see I, about yeah. us? What did you see about Rand? Did you see Rand mm-hmm. with, with more than one woman? Let's talk about sex, baby. baby let's, let's talk about you and me. And let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. And, it's more like the, and the good things, bad things that you can see. Yeah. Because we all in that me? tent together. <laughs> now, that was the thing. Men could have continued and just said, yeah, I saw he'll be divided by, you know, be divided up amongst three women. And been done with that conversation. Yep. But she decided to put it out there. She's like, it's gonna be me. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. I've been waiting for that. Yeah. All the memes of it's gonna be me, and now it's me, and oh, I got the chance to yeah. say it. Anyway. <laughs> she said, yeah, you'll have to share him with two. Two others? Yeah, two. And 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 I'm one of them. <laughs> And then it's funny, she's like, and the other person is somebody with an attitude. And I was like, well, shit, that right there is a dead uh, 
Dead <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Dead giveaway. There's just no other. Which I mean, that works though. I mean, he's already yeah. had Avienda, so there's yeah. no surprises there. He already and... had a moment with Avienda. Oh yeah. yeah, he had a moment. Giggity. A good moment. Yeah. But to that, like Avienda's already willing to share, like with. Egwene in whatever way because they're you know sisters so yeah. men's really the the hitch in the whole thing and men mm-hmm. is a tomboy and men you know already has given up to the fact that she has to share so yeah. there's not gonna be any she, trouble with her she's not nucking she ain't bucking well she also says like you're not gonna get in the way though because I, I i love this man <laughs> yeah. she, she's like you know i'm sorry i can't help it i fell in love with him like yeah it just is what it is i, I tried not <laughs> to and then uh, elaine was finally like well Taviran, you know we can try as hard as we want but we're gonna be bent to the will of Taviran, so we'll just accept it and keep it rolling but they're both worried about the third person yeah it's gonna be all right it will be mm-hmm. it'll be one big happy family you know, they'll all raise each other's kids and yeah protect okay. each other and i mean okay. shoot they're all marrying royalty so on, on multiple we've got enough books it could actually be all of their children that fight the final battle could be this could be yeah. a generational thing 15 yeah. books bro we got time yeah <laughs> and that's pretty much how we end this chapter yeah anything else we missed or any other predictions or anything you guys yeah, I forgot to bring this up in personal life. Oh. Uh, I I just went through rewatched Van Helsing the seasons uh, that I'd already watched, so I can watch the final season again. Well, it just bef- hit. Before you get more into that, no one's going to hear the personal life because we didn't record it. So go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Well, now you get a little bit. But this is where it gets tragic. I set myself up for like a little bit of depression tonight. Um, I wasn't ready to start like another big series because I didn't know what I wanted to get into. So you know what I started watching this morning to just pass the time? What? Firefly. Mm-hmm. And it's so depressing getting into it again. I've watched it. It's probably my fifth time going mm-hmm. through season one of Firefly. And right off the bat, the very first episode, I was like, this is so fucking good. Like, so good. The actors are great. The writing is great. The cinematography, everything is so fucking fantastic. And I know going into it, I'm just going to be left wanting. Well, you can watch Serenity. But. <laughs> Chris, have you ever, if you haven't watched Firefly yet, I think you'd enjoy it. You can knock it out in a weekend. Yeah. You'll be disappointed. Not in the show, but yeah. the lack of the rest of the show. Oh, is it one of the canceled? Yeah, canceled. Serenity is just okay um you, you've seen the movie serenity right yeah it just it doesn't yeah, i mean it doesn't, it's it's okay it's, they tried it to finish wrap it, this, up. wrap it up in one movie and it was canceled after two seasons oh. and it was supposed to go like the eight seasons so they decided to shove six seasons into one movie and just mm. kind of like race through and get to the end so there is an ending if you watch the fan that, that i think it was actually crowdfunded too like i mean it's one of those things where they just like yeah. oh we're just gonna finish it up um so but it's uh, it's, so it's okay it's okay i'm certainly it's okay it's not bad it's there's okay. a bunch of stuff shannara chronicles all these shows oh it's one yeah. sorry it's not two seasons it's one season with 14 episodes i forgot that's when they did like yeah. a million episodes um yeah yep yep mm. 
yeah. I won't set I'll, myself up for that type of failure. Yeah, I was thinking. But at the Jer- same time, you need Jericho to see it. It is yeah. so good. It is so good. Okay. Yeah, I think Jericho had two seasons. I think that's what I was thinking of. That's yeah. another good TV show that was canceled after two seasons. Uh, but yeah, when uh, uh, Stargate Universe. Uh, that one was only a couple seasons and that was fantastic anyway sorry this has been long enough there's there's a lot of shows that get canceled early that you that you'll never know you'll never know but anyway so um anything else we missed from these chapters besides firefly and no uh, apologies if like these happen to be your favorite chapters or there's a little something you were hoping we could talk about but from the first time reader perspective there were only a couple of nuggets that really stood out Oh, these chapters are great for a re- reread. I'm sure, but I didn't pick up on it. Shit, yeah. half the Chris, stuff Chris mentioned, I was like, oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, I didn't notice. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, favorite character? <clears throat> I think for this one, I personally am going to give it to. Wow, I never really think Galad for yeah, excellent swordsmanship. Interesting. Ten points yeah. to Gryffindor. That's a good one. Gryffindor. Galad. Galad wins a character. All right. Ian. Gosh, he was on my short list. So um, I'll give it to my boy Tom. Okay. I mean, he's kind of doing that like old Yoda shit fighting Lord Doku. Like he hobbles around with a limp, but when the fight comes, he's just bouncing off of walls and slinging shit and going batshit crazy and then the fight's over. even let out a roar at one yeah. point when they were coming after Elaine and almost got near. They were within a, a pitchfork's reach and all of a sudden he had slid a guy's throat so hard that the head almost came off. With a dagger. With a dagger. Tom is a freaking beast. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. Tom yeah. is a beast. So he gets points for that. But then the battle's over and he starts limping away again. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Soon as <laughs> mm-hmm. we ride in the uniform. I'm yeah. not as good as I once was. All right, my favorite good ones as I ever was. My favorite character in these chapters is uh Tom Honest. Um, because <laughs> Tom Honest is awesome. Uh he's not even in these chapters. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and edit that one out, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't in every episode. <laughs> it's Tom Honest. <laughs> That's the um, sort of shit you, sh- you should be saying when you forget to record, because then I'll be mad at that missing. <laughs> uh, everybody loves Tom on this. Um, he's still, he's in our hearts. He's in our hearts. <laughs> it's like you're um, trying to get a t-shirt with him on it. I just, that's what it sounds like. I'm not, I'm not trying to. He's just my favorite character. Uh, so, anyway, um, in the whole series, not just in these chapters. Um, but anyway, so um, uh, next time, we're going to be doing two chapters, not three, but two, because these are going to be uh, a, a lot to talk about. Um, so the names of the chapters are News Comes from Karyat. It's chapter 51, 52, and Choices. Choices. That's choices. our favorites. I might just read that one first and then go back to news from Karyan. <laughs> you will <laughs> be so upset if your choices first. But um, <laughs> get, no, okay. Don't straight do that. to it. But uh, yeah, this is, the last, I, this is the last choices in this whole series. Oh, wow. Really? There is, there is a chapter, I think, in the final book called A Choice, but this is the last choices. Hmm. Hmm. Well, a choice is more accurate because there's never choices. There's only one way to go. And yeah. you just are made to feel like you got a choice. So. I think choice. it's going to be 
link up with Rand or go to Caneland. Yeah. Or it could be that like, gosh, the party we have together right now, it could be that each one of them has like, a, I mean, a bunch of different ways they can go. Like the whole party could split up like crazy. They have to choose what color they're going to take. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, do, do you think there's going to be something major? I and mean, this is like the, what's it called? The Pentum? Pentum? I can't say it. What's the episode before the final episode in TV shows? It's the Pentolium episode or whatever. I can't even say it. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the like the graph the English teacher used to draw. Yeah. It's like right before the climax. Yeah. The penultimate. The penultimate. Yeah, penultimate. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Alan's funny. When he can't think of a word, I see him look down at his screen and he's mm-hmm. waiting for someone in chat, chat to help him out. Because <laughs> you definitely did that. You just paused. You're like, 100%. I'm going to just wait. Someone knows this. <laughs> someone knows this. Uh, it's cool, the pin thanks. something. We appreciate uh, you. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was actually, it was, it was Pythos that got to it. First. Uh, Thank uh, you, Pythos. Uh, Nailed it. Uh, Nailed it. But um, yeah, so um, yeah, um, there might be some something that does, hasn't happened in any of these books that you guys have wanted to happen. Oh, Perrin comes back. No, something else since book one that you've wanted to happen that it hasn't happened. Tom that and Moraine hook up. The Game of Thrones-ish. Oh, oh a dragon of a major character. Oh, shit. <laughs> Not going to say anything more. But... He's trying to get us three early is what it is. I still <laughs> wait until next Tuesday. But... All right. Well, when I do it tonight, and I post in the group chat, Chris. I won't give anything away. I'll just be like, holy shit. Yep. Because ah. I'm definitely not staying up tonight. But this weekend, ah. I have some free time. It might get done this weekend. Ooh, no, I'll save it for tomorrow's road trip. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Don't do it tonight. I got, I got seven hours on the road tomorrow total. So, yeah. So, anything Sorry. else before mm-hmm. we finish? No. Nah. All we right. run this one out. Yeah. All right. So how we can found is at the will reads everywhere, TikTok, back on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, and at the will reads.com, uh, go there to find links to all of our cool stuff, like uh, merchandise, which I did finally get approval from. I know I've been talking about this for like many, many episodes now. And I finally talked to our merch person and I was like, where's our new designs? So um, she has them. They should be going live. They might already be live. Ooh, yeah. um, um, but we are going to have stickers. Um, so you can buy. Ooh. St- yeah. Um, slap it on car. your nail, Gene. Whoop, whoop. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Stickers, we can buy those. Um, we also are having a new t shirt design that is should be anytime soon, sometime soon, coming on there in the next few weeks because that's already been approved. Yeah. She, she seems to load it on there um we have another t-shirt in design uh, two t-shirts in design um and we actually have a couple of onesies as well for babies yeah so in case you want will reads onesies those are coming too like adult size onesies no for yeah. babies oh like one less exciting well what they're, they're they're super cute though i mean like so when you have a kid you can you can have will reads onesies uh i know one of them is um a picture of a little sailboat and it says, uh, just left Tarvalin. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because Tarvalin's the shape of, you know, so the baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. left Tarvalin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to buy that just for the, the way it happens. Yep. 
just so you can have the inside joke. Yeah, the only yeah. real time fans would get. Like, <laughs> oh man, uh, just left Tarvalin. Um, yeah, so th- those are those are coming um, at some point um, to the merchandise story. Yeah, so, and also you support us. Yeah, also you support us on um, uh, on Patreon. Uh, that's a great way of supporting Speaking us. Of which, thanks, Dave. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you, Dave, and thank you, Remy. And uh, Remy, yeah, two, two billions. Yeah, thank I didn't mention this episode. Yeah, so, yeah, thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Um, so, yeah, uh, don't forget to press record. Thank you. Uh, yeah, just keep reminding me throughout the week and even next week. Um, um, but yeah, so there are some more benefits I'm going to be adding uh, now that YouTube is back uh, to the Patreon. Um, so keep the lookout for that. Um, there's going to be certain things that I'm doing that different levels get access to so anyway um though that being said that's all i got for this week hey wait a second do we have any like high schoolers on this channel that like listen that you know of do we have high schoolers that listen uh, in our in our or a parent of of high i'm just saying graduation's coming up in june so Mm -hmm. in june we should just like anybody that sends the picture will be entered into a drawing for a shirt Ooh, a graduation, graduation picture yeah a graduation picture okay yeah i, think I like it fun. yeah go go post your graduation pictures put them in what channel do you want to put them in dragon's den either that or they can go share it on instagram or twitter or one yeah just our... tag us yeah yeah, yeah just do that. tag us at the will reads uh, anywhere you want to and chris is going to pick a random picture too is it random or are you gonna pick your favorite one i'm gonna pick the most creative one how about that <laughs> <laughs> okay, the most creative one Chris will pick. So this is subjective, and you'll win something, t-shirt, something. Get a t-shirt, yeah, yeah. a t-shirt. new design. Yeah, a new design t-shirt. Oh well, the new one's gonna be Semestias, the Plant Supreme. Oh yeah, that's gonna um, be awesome. That that's the one that's coming, and then um, there's a couple other ones that are. And to be fair, we'll we'll wait until after the first week of June before I pick because I know this graduation's all the way out through June, so yeah, you have plenty um, of time. No okay, so one more time, competition. If you are in high school and you're graduating, post graduation pictures, be creative. If you're parents of kids that are graduating, post pictures of graduation. Most creative gets a t-shirt on Chris. Chris is a teacher. He just likes these kind of things. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, you did I, it. I, I personally will never ask for pictures of your kids. Chris, well. Uh, <laughs> you can blur the faces out. <laughs> I didn't think of that. That's funny. I'm, not, I'm not creepy like that. I don't <laughs> want that. No, by, by the time they graduate, they should be over 18. So they should be minors anymore. But yeah, yeah. but anyway. So. Most of them. <laughs> Most of them. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah. Uh, graduation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Chris will um, uh, uh, pick one and send a t-shirt yeah. to you guys. So go. Cool. Yeah. Um, and, and, and if you don't have kids that are graduating, um, you can pose as your 50 or 60 or 70 or, or 20 or 30. 30 year old self in graduation gear and be creative and Chris might pick it. So yeah. Yeah. Put a cap and gown on your cat or dog and enter that. Yeah. (laughs) That might Chris did say get creative, guys. So (laughs) find a possum, put a cap (laughs) on it. (laughs) That might win. (laughs) That will probably win. (laughs) The only person that I know has caught a possum with his bare hands is on this podcast so <laughs> <laughs> and i have pictures to prove it <laughs> yeah yep, yep. uh, right. um, anyway so that's all i got for this week guys until next time peace okay bye mm.
I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.